Welcome back to a audiobook recitation of The Fastest Way to Your Next Personal Best. On your way to your PR. You can translate any training plan from pace or heart rate to power. What's not a good idea, however, is to combine training plans without consultation. Each plan has a balance between intensive training and easy training, periods of long runs and periods of fast runs. Without a long-term view, and without knowing the philosophy behind a plan, it's not wise to combine two training plans on your own. In the last part of this book, we give tips per goal distance for how to train in a targeted manner. If you pick the training plan from the internet or if you have training plans from a coach, it's always good to consult with your coach when in doubt. Normally, you can fit the tips in this chapter into your own training schedule. Of course, you can also use Stride's own training plans. There are many different schemes and streams in training theory. To check whether a training plan works well for you, it's good to set a concrete goal and check whether you're making progress. We recommend about once a month tackling a distance like 3 to 5 kilometers if your body allows it. Does your critical power increase? Then you're doing well. Or if you find that your workouts feel better on your half or full marathon wattage, that's a good sign too. If you're a relatively novice runner, you've been running for less than, let's say, three years, you'll notice that progression affects all your distances. Are you training for a half marathon? Then it may well be that you're also improving your times at the 5K and 10K. But if you've been running for a bit longer, then targeted training for one distance is important. Because your basic speed is probably already so high that specific training is needed. Your paces for a half or full marathon are very different from your paces for a 5k or 10k distance. In your training plan, a good mix of tempo workouts on your race pace alternated with intervals and gentle workouts is a good starting point. The training plans in Stride's app have been developed based on plans from professional, respectable coaches. You'll immediately notice that the plans are not expressed in kilometers or miles, but in time. The reason for this is simple. The duration of your training is decisive for your muscles, tendons, ligaments, and joints. If a training schedule is expressed in kilometers, then a workout of, for example, 10 kilometers is only 45 minutes for a fast runner. But for a novice runner with less aptitude, a workout of 10 kilometers requires more than an hour. To get someone with less experience to run longer than someone with a lot of experience, that would be strange. This problem can easily be solved by not giving runners a distance to train, but a duration. This way, 45 minutes is 45 minutes for everyone. It's good to regularly train at your race pace during your training sessions, so you can get a good feel for this pace on your race day. How do you determine your race pace? One of the things that makes Stride so special is the race power we wrote about earlier. In the Stride app, you can enter a distance and even the course you want to run under the tab Upcoming Events. Once you've entered this, you immediately see the level of power at which you can run during the race. This is priceless. Headwind, uphill, temperature changes, with Stride, it doesn't matter. Your plan remains intact because you know exactly what power level you can run at, and that's always correct. An additional advantage is that you can train at a race pace during your training. So whether you train for a PR at 5K, 10K, a half marathon, or a full marathon, 
you know exactly what your competitive ability is, and that you can train to these capabilities in your sessions, get used to them, and experience progression. Your race power will automatically increase as your critical power increases. You don't have to do anything special for that. No complicated formulas or calculations. Stride calculates it for you, and you can start training. It's very exciting to see so clearly that your training is paying off. In this next chapter, we'll describe the experience of some runners who've improved their personal best by training with power in a targeted manner. Training for your 5K PR. The 5K is a beautiful distance. Anna P., 42 years old, works for a major shoe brand and is the mother of two children. After her second baby, she didn't exercise much for about three years. Little sleep, little time, no energy. One day she decided, I want to get fit again. She got herself a good pair of running shoes and ran two to three times a week. Her motivation was great, and her discipline did the rest. She quickly lost about three kilograms and built up her distance from one kilometer to five kilometers. She'll never forget the day she ran her first 5K race. Her children, her husband, and her mother were at the finish line, and the medal, in the shape of a gold five, hangs in the hall among the photos of her family. The local newspaper posts the results and times of all runners. She was proud that at 31 minutes and 37 seconds, she left four more participants behind her. Her new goal, to run five kilometers in under half an hour. Then, running became a struggle. She used to get better almost weekly and noticed the improvements were easy to achieve. But now, she seems stuck on that same level. Her weight remained the same, so did her pace, so did her efforts. A friend recommended training with stride. Are you crazy? That's for you, because you run marathons. That's nothing for a snail like me, she said. The device just looks at your current level and then gives you tips to get better, her friend said. It doesn't matter whether you train for a 5k within half an hour or whether you want to qualify for the Olympics. Her frustration that she was no longer improving outweighed her hesitation to run with a power meter, so she tried it. Her power meter quickly taught her two things. One, she never ran slower than her favorite pace, and two, she never ran faster than her comfortable speed. Because of stride, she started combining easy workouts with more intensive intervals. She had to run wattages she didn't think she could, but encouraged by Stride's personal training plan, she gave it a try anyway. And it worked. She still ran two or three times a week, but due to the variation in pace, intensity, and efforts, she was now improving rapidly. She ran her second 5K race in 27 minutes and 38 seconds, an improvement of four minutes. Want to try for yourself? With Stride, you can go to events in the main menu. There you can enter five kilometers. Next, enter the date of your event and how many training sessions you want to do per week. Stride asks which day you want to have the most time on and that day will get your longest training session of that week. You can choose a high volume or low volume plan and your workouts are automatically added to your training calendar. Here are two workouts specific for 5K that are a lot of fun to do. Number one. Do a monthly critical power boost training, that is, a 3-kilometer training session. This way, you'll test whether your critical power is increased. And number two, 
run a block of at least 12 minutes of volume every week at the 5k wattage you're prescribed. This way, you can get used to the ability and the speed, and you can check whether that's feeling good and in line with your current fitness. Training for your 10k PR. 10 kilometers is the distance most often run in competition. Setting a PR for 10k is a delicate task. It's a complex balance between starting fast enough and conserving your energy. Many runners tend to start a 10k too slowly, but it's safe to say that if you can still accelerate after 6 kilometers, you've gone out too easy. Running by power offers a solution. With your power meter, you won't start too fast or too slow. Using stride for the first time, Cohn set a new 10k PR. That's when he realized, running by power is fascinating. More people should know about this. He said, My heart rate threshold is 192 beats per minute. Normally, I base my training by heart rate, and in competitions, I ran at the heart rate that matched that distance. I can run 10k at my heart rate threshold, so normally, I would start strong, go to my threshold, and check occasionally to make sure it was below 192 beats per minute. This time, however, I didn't run by heart rate, but by power. My critical power is 270 watts, so I have to run the whole 10k at or slightly above 270 watts. At 7 kilometers, stride began to make a difference for a new PR. Running at my critical power, I started to struggle and check my watch. On my watch, which was paired with stride, I saw my power, 262 watts, and I thought, I have to stay above 270 watts. It was tough to do, but it worked. At that moment, if I had not run with power, and had only seen my heart rate, I certainly would not have been motivated to go a little faster. My heart rate at that time was 193 beats per minute at a pace of 3 minutes and 58 seconds per kilometer, or about 545 per mile. Normally, I would never accelerate. I would have thought, ouch, I'm going too fast. But Stride knew exactly how fast I could really go. That surprised me. The first kilometers also offered Stride an advantage over my heart rate. After 2 kilometers, I checked my watch, and I was running at 295 watts. 25 watts above my critical power. I knew that was a bit too enthusiastic. In the overview on Strava, however, I could see that my heart rate was still at 178 beats per minute, which was 14 beats below my threshold. So, the advantage of running by power is especially valuable on race days. Heart rate responds a bit slower, and it matters. The day after my PR, I spoke with an enthusiastic running coach. Aren't you over 40 years old? He asked a bit suspiciously. Yes, I'm turning 41 this month. Why? I ask. How can you still run PRs? He sounds a little jealous. But yes, that's the advantage for many runners who start running later in life. I've only been running seriously for five years, and with the accumulated running history and knowledge of my body, I can improve for years to come. Want to try it for yourself? In the Stride app, you can go to the events, again, in the main menu. In the Power Center on the Stride website, you can find events under Tools. There, you can enter 10 kilometers into the Event Planner or Race Power Calculator. Next, enter the date of your event and how many training sessions you want to do per week. Stride will again ask you which day you'd like to do your longest run in the scheduled plan. You can then choose a high volume or low volume plan, and your workouts, again, are automatically added to your training calendar. These two workouts are always a lot of fun to do for 10K training. Number one, a monthly critical power maintenance workout. 
This workout targets a three to five kilometer all out effort to help calibrate your stride auto calculated critical power. This way you can test if your critical power is improving and it's fun to run hard sometimes. Number two, an interval training workout. This workout starts with a 15 minute warm up and then five times four minutes starting below your stride auto calculated critical power and progressing two or slightly above it, about 95 to 102% of your critical power. Your recovery in between each repeat is two minutes at an easy effort, about 50 to 70% of your critical power. After your last repeat, run an easy cool down. That wraps it up for this episode of The Fastest Way to Your Next Personal Best. We'll be back next week with the last episode of the series, talking all about half and full marathon training and wrapping up this audiobook version.